Greetings, errants, glitches, breakaways, thought criminals, and genuinely open-minded and outright curious inhabitants of whatever simulacrum we find ourselves navigating at the moment. You are about to set sail on another free first-hour episode of The Melt. If you find yourself wanting to dig deeper and have the desire to join the conversation during our monthly Melt meetups, you might want to consider becoming a monthly subscriber. For a measly five dead presidents per month, you can have access to full-length, early, and exclusive episodes. Just click the Patreon or Locals link in the episode notes below to create the timeline that will set it all in motion. It's suspiciously simple, altogether painless, and just might inspire feelings of bliss and or lingering euphoria. So, without further ado, let the conversations begin! This is Hunter Muse. And this is Chris Snipes. And you are listening to The Melt. Today's guest, Matt Landman, is a chemtrail geoengineering activist, filmmaker, and the creator of Spiro Gear, a line of clothing that is designed to protect the wearer from microwave EMF radiation. Very, very high quality stuff. He joined Hunter and I today to talk about what he'd been up to in the year and a half since his last Melt appearance. So I'm always changing. I look back on where I was one year ago last summer, and I was a totally different person. Um, I've been chipping away at um, my company and coming to, so I've got this super open mind now because of everything being an activist. So hi, I'm Matt Landman and I'm an activist. I made this, I was the, the chemtrail guy, but I've moved on to also be more than that. And I am that as well, but I've really dive, dove into um, 5G and EMF awareness and have an EMF protection clothing line that's always growing. And as that evolved, I really witnessed a lot in the, in the world. It's been such a journey to witness firsthand um, so much in the EMF world as 5G rolled out and my clothing um, adapting to that and the phone bags adapting to the um, new frequencies of the phones and, and all this. But recently, especially, um, I've been digging into, well, I'm working on the sequel film and I've, I've learned to be patient. So that's something, um, to be, to recognize because when I was coming out with the Franken skies and trying to come out with it in 2015, all these roadblocks 
got in the way and come 2017, um, this random godsend or weirdly it was that geoengineering was being um, publicly talked about through the mainstream media as a solution to global warming. I got to plug a little bit of that in the movie and it kind of made the movie what it is, right? Because it, it had this kind of like direction the agenda and the narrative exposing itself. And so now working on this movie, I'm just letting it show itself. And I wanted to come out with the movie last year, you know, but I know that this Maui stuff is going to be in the movie, for instance, mm-hmm. and a lot of, and a lot of other things that are happening now and in the future will be in the movie. So it's, it's a work in progress, but I've been really um, opening my mind to this narrative of and working on the film and it's it's so wide open. So the film is called uh, Frankenstein's Two Climate Chains, like shackles, mm-hmm. chains. Mm-hmm. And what it is is this: it involves everyone on Earth for one. And what it is is it's not just geoengineering and chemtrails. It's this green kind of agenda, mm-hmm. which green green ends up being um, a watermelon. I don't know if we talked about this last time. Um, I just don't like repeating myself, but don't mind me. I don't, it doesn't matter what we talked about last time. Yeah. So green as a watermelon is like green on the outside, but red, like communist, socialist red on the inside. Because mm. these green initiatives, they aren't really as friendly as they are disguised to be. Right. So we're told that the planet's heating up and that we need to act upon it or we're doomed. Mm-hmm. And so there's these ideas of or not ideas, we're being forced into this like 15 minute city. Mm -hmm. It's all happening right before our eyes. At first I thought, oh, they're rolling out a couple of test cities in London. I'm going to have to go over there and film that. But now there's, there's like test same things in Canada and they're popping up all over the world. So I'm, I'm already behind by having not gone to London. I want to go to a protest there and, and at least see, you know, what exactly the resistance is like and maybe give a speech. And I feel really called to that because I go by intuition. I, I follow um, this, my gut, my gut kind of resonates sometimes in different levels of like importance and I can feel really negative stuff. And I feel a really strong thing that I have to go to London and get some connections or footage there or whatever it may be. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. So either way, the 15 minute city agenda is to push everyone out of rural America, or world, the rural world, and telling them that they need to be in these cities, these smart cities where everything they do only can take 15 minutes so that they aren't bad on the um, carbon emissions, and t- which exacerbates the, gl- the heating of the planet. So it's, it's going to be like similar to, it seems like they're trying to set up this like um, Blade Runner, if you know that book and movie. Sure. Oh, yeah dystopia where most people are forced into cities and and therein they're able to be controlled and to me i think it's like a spiritual kind of destiny thing and i'm as i see the writing on the wall i'm learning more and more about farming i've got an amazing garden plot right now and i'm and i'm learning so much and meeting a lot of cool people and my biggest prior or so and i'll be done with this tangent in just a minute it's important to see the writing on the wall okay as an activist you can, you know, bring awareness to things and la da But right now, we're getting to a point where we have to s- do something. We can't just be. So, 
if there is this 2030, 2050 agenda where what there's digital currency and, and there's all these control things mm-hmm. and you have to abide or you can't, then we have to think about what the alternatives will be and if we're going to be the ones behind that. Yes. And right. so those things can't just ha- happen overnight, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to think about what we want and, and how we can get from A to Z or A to B at least. And the thing is the powers that be, they know that if it's a slow and steady thing that we're not going to just up and act and do the things. Yes. So we have, to, we have to have the wherewithal and the reasoning and the foresight, foresight especially, and the intuition and all that sort of stuff to you know do what we can with what we've got. So I'm trying right now because you know spirit has its way or the universe has its way to like line things up if you ask for it. So I wanted really badly to start some sort of localized currency so that if it all did become digital mm-hmm. in a few years or overnight or whatever it may be, then there's established means of um, c- conducting commerce, commerce without right. the digitized, you know, evil thing, market yes. abuse or whatever, whatever it may be. So <clears throat> it's a pretty big task getting everybody on board. But I have this vision of a ledger system where anybody who is on board, everyone knows what they've got. And just by being on board and like a citizen of it, you get a, you know, a little bit and everybody is like, you know, has something to offer basically to, to be a part of it in one way, shape or form, they're going to be involved in the system. And it's kind of like communism, but um, I had this vision and then, so this is a beautiful story actually. And then I get this farm plot and right next to me is this old, you know, friend who I've been bumping into for a while, this old woman. And then just recently she became president of the local co-op where it's like the only place that I really shop sort of like we're like local organic, mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. They have a butcher and all this stuff. Right. Cool. Mm-hmm. And so I had this, um, and now I'm trying to put together something a little easier and smaller or to just have co-op bucks. So if we have like this form of co-op currency, that's not us dollars, but you can actually go in there with it, transact it for goods. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like, a ledger kind of thing and it's not necessarily like you have the physical thing but people know what you've got and you transact it whatever it may be however we set it up mm-hmm. to set up an alternate an alternative way of transacting that's not the dollar wherein like if the knowing like because the dollar could shift in a weird direction any mm-hmm. time now i mean it could take five years who knows or ten or who knows who knows what they're doing really but like it's just or or setting up something else that you know is going to be um, an alternative to like whatever the agenda may be, like like setting up your own school and whatnot is really a, a way to go about it too. Or or even grocery stores or or and also, and also learning to work land is important too. But yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and New York is becoming a smart city. They're mm. they're making it where if you want to if you're uptown and you want to go downtown. It's like the six, I think it's like 61st Street is the cutoff. You have to pay a certain amount of money to drive from uptown, downtown. And, mm-hmm. and they're they're implementing this like immediately. So. To drive your own car from one? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so. there was a 15 mini, 15 or, or 10 or something like dozen cities that agreed to it um if i was more organized i'd have it uh, and i'm sure new york is on there i know portland was on there there's a list of cities that just signed some agreement saying that they were going to become um one of these uh 
exemplary cities where they limit uh, traffic, you know, I mean, distance by which you can travel. Um, but what happens is, well, for one, what's really cool is in London, when they did that, all these cameras have been like destroyed and whatnot, but mm-hmm. it'll, the, they'll just put the pressure on more and we'll see what happens. Um, God bless them for being resistant. But what happens is these cameras be put, get put in place and those that break the rules get these tickets, mm-hmm. fines, you know, financial right. fines. Mm-hmm. And essentially, just like anything else, if you've got the money, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But, but if you don't have the money, you can't, mm-hmm. right? Yes. <laughs> so, so it's just like, how is that fair even to begin with, let alone um, what if someone works or over there, has family over there, you can't. I mean, it's all, I mean, it's even the root of it all is up for debate if carbon emissions are even causing a heating of the planet, you know, exactly. like the big elephant in the room is in my life and world is chemtrails. And if you're not having the conversation that geoengineering is ongoing and creating heat waves and creating um, big storms and heat, heat this and that and drought and all this, all that nonsense, and changing weather patterns and whatnot. If you're not having the conversation with geoengineering and you're saying it's our carbon emissions and that we've got to be uh, regulated, it's it's a big conversation and I'm happy to have it. And, you know, we should. And so how are y'all doing? We're doing great. (laughs) But I I do want to touch on a point before we move forward that what I find fascinating about this is that they're talking about vehicles. So where this is all starting is... You can't drive a car from uptown to downtown, but how does this work with walking? So they're, they're saying, oh, well, it's about carbon emissions, but if it's truly about controlling people, then it will be, well, you are using energy by walking and we don't want you <laughs> to use and that. Phys- exactly. We don't want you to use that physical energy. So you can't go downtown now unless you pay this $15 toll or whatever the fuck, however much they establish it to be. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting point. Um, I'm not. Yeah, I think that they'll have. So. It just uh, my mind my mind goes to I just saw that Amazon has this new uh, Amazon One or something like that. It's this payment system where it's your palm, and right. it's it, they don't you don't have a chip in it yet. In my opinion, I think this is like one of those slippery slope things. But you swipe your palm, and in the advertisement, it says um, to to for payment system or for entry gates. You know, like I think there's going to be different um, levels of how far you can go and you're going to have to swipe and it'll be based on like social credit system stuff and all that sort of thing. And yeah, you know, it doesn't matter how you're transiting. It's just you moving is going to be bad for the it's such a it's such a big play and it comes out of right as the world is trying to recover from the economic ramifications of being locked down for a couple of years and all these things that just mm-hmm. happened. And it's quite, if you have the right lens, then it's quite obviously like a, a grab, a weird, uh, put a weird technocracy power grab of some sort, you know, to push people while they're um, confused and whatnot. Like we haven't, <laughs> Uh, we haven't it's it's really like you know even just having that conversation of global warming is very um 
sensitive, right? Mm -hmm. People have been very sensitized to it. Um, Polar bear on an ice cap and how how could we uh, drive an SUV, right? The the facts aren't clear and nobody came together and was like, we're going to have to act on this. Like Al Gore made a movie. That's great. There was somebody made a movie. A politician made a movie and nothing in it came true. The propaganda runs deep, but like the acting on it and having to put us into cities and all this sort of stuff, like who gave them the right? Like who gave anybody? Well, and I think the, the irony is that the people I know who are driving Priuses or Volts or these electronic cars, they are, or Teslas now, they aren't the people who are uh, the type of person that takes a step back and says, okay, where did this battery come from? And how is this battery being manufactured? Exactly. And how, where is the electricity coming from to charge this battery? So it's, it's almost like this genuflecting to a uh, big corp by saying, okay, well, I'm doing the right thing because Elon Musk said this is the way to do the right thing. So I'm going to buy this vehicle, but I'm not really going to do the legwork to figure out exactly how that vehicle is manufactured and what is the shelf life of this battery and where will this battery be um, deposited once it doesn't work anymore? And, you know, what are the implications? So I think that's the thing that uh, these corporations are relying on is the emotional contagion of uh, the green movement. They're relying on everyone taking authority as truth rather than truth as authority. It's this ongoing theme in humanity. And now that people have these uh, devices in their pockets, they get to tell them how to think and what to feel. And they and it knows them so well. It listens to their conversations. It listens to their phone conversations. I had an experience the other day. Like the apps are listening to all your stuff. They know you very very well. They know exactly what buttons to press whenever they want to press what and how to stoke you different ways and lean you in different directions. And it's like if you don't see the writing on the wall at this point, it's people have been. Um, kind of it's, it's just like this a bait and switch mm-hmm. for sure we had we, we had trusted news sources and they were like the, you know on paper mm-hmm. and that whole media the trust for media and the giving it i mean back to edward bernays i guess the compartmentalization of like trust the specialist totally. and each people trust the specialist and give it away and it's like i'm gonna get my degree in this and i spent all my life and money getting my degree in this and their degree in that so i respect that and so the media is going to tell me what to think about this subject because I wasn't there and how can I know? <clears throat> and how you could know is that we're evolving spiritual beings and no one wants to hear this. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hear that you have to trust your gut. Nobody wants to – like people ask for my opinion on stuff. Oh, man, can we please talk about laser beams? People ask for my opinion on stuff, you guys, <laughs> and I give them my opinion. I give them my truth. And they're like, oh, how would you come up with that? And I'm like <clears> – <throat> well for one discernment and I go within and they're like oh that that's really you're like what do you want me to say like there's there's ways to to like check in my opinion like um information and if it's logically bogus and if it doesn't feel right and all these red flags are there then it's not 
it's just not real. It's not accurate. I don't know how to better say it, you know, like you become unfoolable. It's interesting. Unfoolable is not a word. And in a lot of these social media platforms, I, I think it is a word to become unfoolable. You become unfoolable as like a spiritual um, being that trusts your resonance and your gut and your heart. And you, when you can really feel things and things are obviously real and obviously not like you guys ever heard of this birds aren't real. Let's start yes. with this one. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I have a, a girlfriend. I love her and she's very level-headed. Let's just say that. Um, and so she's not right there down all the rabbit holes with everybody and everything, but she loves me for who I am. And I love her for who she is. We're and we're getting to know each other and meeting each other where they're at. And I'm Matt Landman, the chemtrail dude, who all these other things. And so the way that I decided to approach it and talk to her about my whole world of conspiracies and what I will deal with and, and the truth and all these things is I showed her that one. I was like, birds aren't real according to these people. And there's like all these people who jumped on the bandwagon and, blah, 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 and it makes everyone look like crazy nutters, like crazy. It looks all the people in this box or you know, whatever you want to call us, conspiracy theorists, truth seekers, um, anybody who's thinking, so there's, it's like this, everything's polarized and dualistic and everything in this mm -hmm. realm. Yes. So in this, in this polarity that we live in, it's like this, you question the official narrative or you believe and take the official narrative as like fact. Mm -hmm. And those who question the official narrative are put in this box and they all think a certain way, right? So it's really easy to dismantle and disregard us, us or people in that, that, question the official narrative because they're categorized like this um, easily through the programming, you know? And so it's neat to start off if you want to show someone about conspiracies and whatnot to show like, look, there's somebody who's getting paid by who, by, by God knows who, George Soros or who the heck knows. There's somebody who's getting paid to satirize conspiracy theorists but to the degree that they've got people thinking that his stuff is so real that they were wearing his gear getting rid of their pet birds people really yeah. actually think that it's real that the birds go and charge themselves on the power lines and go to the cia <laughs> and report back and that birds are not real mm -hmm. so it's like anybody who's conspiracy theorist quote unquote unquote or whatever yeah. you want to call they're all the same truth yeah that they're yeah. all on this same ridiculousness of thinking that is that so now this stuff happened in maui <clears throat> and people like they just don't have the discernment necessarily maybe they haven't been jaded like me i've been through a lot as an activist i mean like i had this whole showdown i didn't i went i moved to arizona and i had this big conference in arizona because bill gates was to do this experiment in tucson um, yeah. dimming the sun and yep. showing ge geoengineering works and all this yeah and there's so much that happened just that in that year and that was 2018 being an activist it really is amazing it pays off and it's a beautiful thing but i've been through a lot enough to, to be jaded to be like there's things that are <laughs> You know, I can see through a lot of stuff really easily and my gut knows and mm -hmm. I, and either way. So now this Maui thing and I'm, people are sending me right now all this stuff about the color blue and I'm just, I'm, I'm just, it's so, to me, it's so obvious that it's propagandized. I mean, I see it's, I see that it's viral for one. Mm -hmm. right. Anytime things go viral, I question it because I'm over here trying to get media out there. I've got my own little everything. So I've got little, right. I'm on Facebook, 
you know, I've got my stuff on Facebook. I've got like 80,000 followers, but I'm still like big things don't go viral if you're speaking truth. Yeah. yeah. So this one subject that's really going viral right now is that the, the laser. So this is already a, a big jump that there's the laser beams shooting from the sky and, and wiping out Maui. That makes it very, very radical. The situation um, instead these of do, like these do's the directed energy weapons. Yeah. Yeah. The directed energy weapon DEWs um, has become very popularized and viral and, um, clickbaity and spun out of control and the truth is maybe in there but but on the surface everybody's being made look like nutters right it's a word from the uk it's crazies mm-hmm. so so now it's getting taken a step further and all this viral stuff is all over in my plate all day today and yesterday the day before and I, i'm just giving my truth and people don't even like it and i'm just like oh my so here it is <laughs> They say that there's blue, things that are blue amongst the rubble in Maui, hmm. things that are blue are not being touched by the laser, supposedly. And if it's blue, the laser doesn't hit it because the laser's designed not to hit blue things because the UN helmets and the UN stuff wear blue or is supposedly what they're saying. Interesting. Um, and then they show they show a couple pictures and like some blue stuff is is yes, you know, but but you can't just jump to one conclusion and say that that it's definitely a laser that doesn't hit blue things, right? Like it's, it's a big reach. And if it's viral and sounds crazy and just imagine telling it to your grandmother and she's new to this, it just puts you in a box and, and, you know, even if you believe it, you might as well just keep it to yourself. And I'm sorry to be the guy who's like trying to bring discernment to it. But believe me, you, I'll rattle the freaking cages of a lot of things, including um, questioning everything that NASA has ever said or done or ever will do or say with a budget of $80 million a day. Mm-hmm. And and um, also every single thing you see in the sky coming out of a jet is um, aerosolized chemicals meant to engineer the weather and what have you. And there's a lot of other things that I can talk about for a long time. But this one in particular, I feel it is a, a means to which to distract and dismantle the real truth, um, which is more something like um, electrical fires designed by surging smart meters. Right. That's why the electric, like electricity was left on. And um, maybe um, you can surge the smart meters from your drones with um, infrared, you know, lasers and stuff like that, but it's not like how they're making it sound because how they make it sound is really, really fear based and everyone's a victim and you can't do anything about it. And it just puts you in this frequency of, um, helplessness and the frequency of helplessness when the laser can just come and shoot your house anytime, unless you paint it the specific color blue and make everyone think you're crazy. <laughs> um, it's, it's not a place of empowerment. Right. Okay. But if you learn that, Oh, these, circuit fires the circuit breakers from the main line go and the electrical fires through the smart meters right um and you could actually defend your home by shutting off your power mm-hmm. or getting the analog meter if you can still get the analog meter or uh, or other things but right. especially just having the power off at your house if there's a fire coming that could save your home and just knowing that is very empowering 
There you're like using the knowledge as power and acting on it. And you're not just a victim and spun out in a frequency of fear. You're in a frequency of truth, which is a very high vibration that we can all come to and reside on and freaking run shit with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, the thing I like about the bird uh, scenario that you're talking about is that what happens in these these uh, conspiracy theories is that someone will take one shred of truth that is like carrier pigeons were used by the military. Let's say for mm-hmm. example. Okay. Mm-hmm. So someone will take that and then suddenly that turns into all b- birds are fake and they're getting power from the electrical lines and that's why they stand on them. So there could be a shred of truth to some mechanized birds that are out there that maybe are you know a millionth of a percent of the birds that are on this planet but to say now make these sweeping generalizations of all this is this i think that's what um really deflects from the real story and it actually um disempowers people because suddenly what happens is discernment goes straight out the window And it goes into this binary thing of like, okay, I believe one thing or the other, but there can be no independent thinking that's, that sits maybe in between of those two things. Or all of the above. And it's very dismantling as a spiritual being um, or human to resonate with falsehoods or to think that lies are true because it kind of is, it's dismantling for you to then go and try to resonate with other things. When you're in full resonance with truth, And you're really honoring it. It's even with your diet and the stuff that you ingest with media and everything and the people you surround yourself with and all that sort of things. It's important. But as you start to really resonate with truth, you can feel it in your gut, you know, especially when it's very important. And to me, this smart meter thing is something of of great importance that I've, I've been seeing a lot of propaganda. I mean, so let me just get it straight and let everyone go, um, let everyone know what I feel is fact. And to me, it's truth, you know, but I, I'm planting the seed, really. I encourage people to think for themselves. So here's what happened in Maui. And, and it's, I'm going to go over there once the dust kind of settles and right. do, get some footage for my film. Mm-hmm. I was going to just run over there, but then I realized it was it's not very smart. Um, so there were engineered winds, right oh but preceding this maui was already slated to be like a smart city they they signed some stuff Mm -hmm. and um the locals weren't going to budge so the land wasn't going to be given up so they there's some clause that nothing can get rebuilt to that degree to be smart city like unless it's a natural disaster there's like all these like Mm -hmm. questionable things so then the mayor and everyone was out of town and everyone, you know, is sleeping on the job and the alarms don't go off and the fire people, the, all the people who are supposed to be saving the day are asleep on the job or whatever. The, the alarms don't go off. The sirens don't go off. Some crazy wind comes from like a hurricane, but the hurricane doesn't do what it ever did before, which is go and hit the big island. Right. It's just a hurricane that comes out of the blue, but it wasn't really a hurricane because it was just winds and no actual like eye of the storm, an actual hurricane. Mm-hmm. So it's hurricane-based winds hit just Maui and are whipping down the mountain. And usually when the, the winds come like up and that's just, they're saying there's like a hurricane coming from that direction. That's why the winds are coming from that direction. So then 
the trees are like bowing down. I watched some interviews of, of like on the regular news of the people said the, the trees were like bowing to the ground. The winds were so strong mm. and how howling winds. And then people um, saw fires from multiple directions and they had nowhere to go except for, towards the water. And people got in their car and drove towards the water and the, and the winds and the fires came roaring in. And so I think whether it be precipitated lightning, which can be done, or laser beams from who knows what or whatever, or just arsons on the ground, mm -hmm. um, fires were lit in conjunction with geoengineered winds. So it's like conspirators came together and said, we're going to light these fires in these locations and make mm -hmm. this winds go in these directions. Right. And then as the fires approach the um, town of Lahaina, um, instead of um, the, the power being shut off or warnings or whatever, mm -hmm. um, people are saying, I mean, I don't, you, you don't know for a fact any of this, but like I've witnessed this before where the, the hydrants are all of a sudden just not working, but yeah. the, water was, the water was supposedly off. You know, that could be hearsay, but the water was supposedly off, so people couldn't, couldn't defend it anyways. But I firmly am coming to the almost conclusion. It takes a lot to, like, convince me. You know, I try to be as grounded as possible. But given the circumstances of these um, unreasonable and different fires and how many people were caught off guard in this one, I think I do believe that there's some weird, interesting foul play at hand, like a, like some, you could call it a directed energy weapon, but it's with the smart meters. Right. So the smart, the smart meters, they're designed to emit a microwave signal to each smart meter. Mm -hmm. And then all these microwaves are sent to like a cell tower hub and all these stuff is ongoingly sent. Um, and it's, it, it can surge to the main, um, to the house to, to cause electrical fires. And um, there's not like necessary surge protections. And I, today I was doing some research and looking up smart meter fires. And there's so many different lawsuits of smart meters surging in homes going up in flames. Right. And so I think that they can be um, designed to surge. And so even to add to the pieces of the puzzle, and this is just a small side tangent, but everyone's got to be with me. Um, I've had, because because I have a big followership, um, because of my movie and whatnot, mm -hmm. I've had a couple of different people send me information regarding smart meters. Um, and this poignant um, info came from two different um, friends that were ex-military that have um, military-grade infrared goggles. Mm. And, and they were showing me smart meters with the infrared goggles. And this is crazy information. Each smart meter has its own infrared signal on it it's right. called an ir designator so yeah. it's an infrared signal like designation um signal so it's like a flicker like how each lightning bug has its own unique fingerprint signature right. flicker so this is war technology that you would have on your helmet when you're in war and they know you're friendly mm -hmm. and they know to not not hit you with their um, missile strikes or whatever right and they can also put it on a target mm -hmm. so they know this like exact flicker like beep 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 beep, beep flicker whatever it is exact then they can pinpoint it from miles away with their um, drone strike or whatever and hit it with a Tomahawk missile or whatever it is. So they can put it on their friendly or their non-friendly target, these exact fingerprints. Right. So you could, you could literally be like, we're going to have this smart meter surge, but not this one because Oprah lives here or whatever, whatever it is. Right. And so that made it interesting and made me start to really think that they might be weaponized. 
and so I started to really think about that and research and meditate on that and come and and I witnessed this fire in my um, neighborhood in in Oregon, Talent, Oregon, where these homes are demolished and the homes that didn't have these smart meters are sitting there amongst the rubble untouched, like cobwebs on the outside, like the paint's totally fine, but the other ones are right. melted cars. Mm-hmm. And so how are the fires getting so hot that they're like hitting the metal and melting them and cars are exploding, but certain things like tree leaves and, right. and I'm thinking even this blue BS is because there's some of these blue um, uh, like recycling containers and those are like not conductive. And so they're not getting hit with this like more electric when it's electrical fire, it's hitting stuff that's like conductive. And so the non conductive, like microwave safe things like in Santa Rosa. Mm-hmm. So there's been, there's been some of these fires all over now. And this is like the, the Hawaii or the Maui governor or the Hawaii governor or whatever. He was just interviewed and he said like, this is a brand new type of fire, but it's happening more and more because of climate change. It's, but it's, or it's going to be happening more. It's a new type of thing. So anyways, Hundreds of people were caught off guard and, and, and killed in the Maui fire. And they first come out, you know, the first news is what people hear the most. And they mm-hmm. had said like 30, 36 people died. Now the numbers are it's way over 100. And people don't just get caught off guard by like um, fires coming in, you know, like it's not a, a normal thing. And so I think that it's, it's dual, especially the way that the cars melted and the heat that came over it and, and all of all of it the whole story. So I think it was a land grab, but purposeful. And they surged the smart meters and things got super hot, hotter than they expected. And so they didn't let the official count in and they didn't let any of the reporters and stuff or supplies come in and stuff like that. Cause they don't want people to see um, the forensic evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's where I'm at with that one. And there's a lot of disinformation spinning around to make the, the people who question the official narrative um, look like crazies Mm -hmm. and so people just trust the official narrative which is um climate change and that we need to you know act on this and we should be very very scared and that it came from just like a random what down power line or something like that because of a you know windstorm that came from climate change yeah and that and that's the bigger picture and that that's how i need that's what i need to convey in my movie which is a task, you know, all these things are happening all at once to convey my movie that these things are happening to push a bigger agenda, which climate change is bad and here to get you. And we need to act on that, which is geoengineering, which is um, social credit system designed to make sure you don't take too long of a shower and all these sort of things for global warming purposes. And then also, um, you know, 15 minute cities and all that nonsense that's happening so fast right now. Yeah, the 15-minute city stuff is happening right before our eyes and very, very quickly. For sure, and a big part of that too is that it's our fault. We should feel guilty because of our lifestyle and because our indulgent way of living. We're the ones that are pushing all this forward. Not the huge corporations that are cranking out tons of pollution and taking up tons of energy. It's us. It's just the common folk. So we should pay for our sins and do whatever they ask. That's an interesting um, thing that I've. Um, contemplated because they really do get people with that one and i think for one um people are naive and they're good and you know they they're easily tricked it seems but also um to spin it and make everyone feel guilty and shame them it's 
it's interesting because a lot of people are here to serve karma, right? So they are here to, as like a victim of their own karma. So to spin it, to spin things on them and to make them feel bad about whatever the world is and to make it be like, oh, you didn't wear three masks. It's your fault that Johnny's in the hospital, you know? Right. This victimization, victimhood, psychology, how easily it is ingrained in everyone. I can't help but think it's oddly karmic or something like the powers that be, the occult or whatever. They know how to spin things on people because why would people accept it so easily? Like I'm like so against all of the anything like, 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 okay, is it bad that I've been driving my car around? Then, then let me go plant some trees. I'm, I'm super proactive. Mm -hmm. Like don't take away my, my, my right to um, have a hot shower or drive to the neighboring town to X, Y, Z, you know, whatever I want, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's so like variable. Like it doesn't matter. Like you could be in a more rural area and you need to have, you, are y'all into movies, dystopian films? Sure. Yeah. yeah amongst many <laughs> so, others for sure. So demolition man is one mm -hmm. that's interesting. So Sandra Bullock and um, Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes mm -hmm. and, they have to thaw out um, Stallone because Wesley Snipes got thought out on accident or something. And he's the um, evil guy and Stallone's the hero. And, and it's a dystopian future and everything is zoned out. So you're like going from zone to zone to zone to zone. And if you, if you, you have to have clearance, right? So mm -hmm. the police officer has clearance right. and everything's these different, these different zones, like cattle guards, like, if you go across the Mexican border, it's like a border zone. Right. But it'll be like that shrunk down to like whatever 15 minutes is. And the way that it um, is designed, because people are so like passive, is they're first telling everyone that they get 100 passes and, and then after that they can just apply. 100 passes is like two a week or something or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, not even two a week. So say you work somewhere that you got to go back and forth, like, you know, t 10 times a week or whatever mm -hmm. you've like, what you've lost everything. Now you're in poverty and it's, it's, it's so backwards. It doesn't make any sense. Um, with, with, I mean, it's, it's horrible. So we have to do something about it because once it's, once it's put in place, right. Once things, these things are put in place, it's going to be a lot harder to remove them, but people have been so pacified and, they and indoctrinated and entrained and they don't think that the um, powers that be would ever do anything, you know, that's, yeah, it's, it's interesting and, and tough. So being an activist is, is an uphill battle, but a lot of people are waking up and they're honoring their frequency. And so, you know, where are we going? What's it going to be? It's very fascinating and interesting place in the world. I can't even get over the fact that the UK doesn't have any guns. Like this, this like the they're taking the most passive places and they're rolling out these things like a fifteen minute city. Like like to me, that's a dystopian uh, world where they're regulating and and getting your papers and asking you how many times you've traveled to your auntie's who lives twenty minutes away. I mean, if you can afford the gas and you own your car, like, and you've passed your emissions. 
and you've already done all these little hoops and ladders, you should be able to do whatever the F you want. It's not fair and people need to reject it. So what's really cool is a lot of um, things are getting like, like the cameras that are being put in place in the UK, they are being torn down and there is a, a big uh, backlash. But where's that going to go? You know, that's why I'm kind of just waiting and, and getting the footage that I can as we as we do it, as it comes, you know, as the world <laughs> shows itself. But I don't I don't think that like I don't think humanity is necessarily ready for I feel like what, what's happening right now is just like a big data grab. Like everything that we've done since um, anal swabs, like that was just a power grab. Like the, when that information came out, I was like, that's an AI can quantum computer wanting to see what kind of reaction we have to that. That's never going right. to be a thing. Right. right. And so once I realized that I was like, it's only a matter of time till they bring back some other like thing, like, like the lockdowns, they're just trying to see how they can do it. Like the way that we all of a sudden were able to take off our masks and it was like, Oh no, it's over now. Yeah. And it was never there to begin with. And everyone's like, Oh no, they say it's over. They say it's over. So now it's over. Right. Yeah. So you do exactly what they say after two years. Yeah. That was all like compute. Those all like a computer telling <laughs> telling everybody what to do. Like it was it was seeing how far we could be pushed without us really being upset because at that time it was getting to the point where my friends, families, and peers were starting their own schools, starting their own grocery stores, having their own meat, doing all these things, all these things. And if it lasted another like two and a half, three years, we would all have these like established Mm -hmm. resistance things. And they, they knew that because they listened to all of our stuff and blah, 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 blah. And so they were just like, all right, let them breathe. And the, and all that energy, everyone's back in public school and everything. It's just like, it's like it never happened. And it's, it's, it was just an information grab in my, in my opinion. And it's only um, going towards, oh, can we talk about AI? Please this is do. What I, this is where I see AI going. This is like um, technology that the CIA has had for a long time. And it's all out to, you know, so really, okay, for people to grasp this, all right, look, everyone listening, yes, you're a good soul, and, and how could they be doing this to the US? The, in World War II, we didn't really win like we think we won. I think like there was some sort of evil thing signed, and the Nazis were in with like Satan or evil aliens or whatever you want to call it, demons, and because they'd conjured up some weird stuff and had some amazing technology. And so the US was like, look, we'll just ha- come on over here, yeah, we hate we hate the humans too, whatever. I don't know how that all ended up. But <laughs> they were like, come on over, we're gonna make NASA. Right. And and they made NASA and they made MK Ultra, which is basically like Hollywood. And ever since then, it's been a really long, slow game to enslave humanity with transhumanism and technology. And it's it's weird and dark. And it ends with AI um, and this like um, dystopia that involves AI. So what's happening right now before our eyes is this like they're letting Pandora's box open. Oh, I like that metaphor. So the CIA note or the Fed or whoever the baddies are, you know, 
you know, the the Nazis that came over or whatever. Hope I can use that word. That's kind of like a trigger word on Facebook. It's like they'll censor <laughs> nothing, but if I say that word, it's like Shh. we 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 uh, encourage trigger words here. So nice, yes. I like that. So um, we're at the point where they're letting. Okay, so firstly, we've got, which is really weird, we've got um, cryptocurrencies. So it's not just you know, the few names that we know, there's thousands, if not tens of thousands of these things. And some of them have come out of the blue. Most of them have come out of the clear blue sky. We don't know where they originated. Even Bitcoin, we don't know somebody. It's like, if you really do a research, it's like some anonymous Japanese guy. Yeah. So, so it's like, okay, um, there's someone out there that's hyper rich from this must be, and who knows who they are, along with other cryptos that have come out and gone from fractions of a cent to a dollar or whatever, up millions of a percent. And some of them are actually just uh, computers with no heart or soul. They're just AI or whatever you want to call them. They're bots or they're non-human ident- non-human entities. Let's call them that. Um, so, I mean, that, that gives it like a soul because it's like, yeah, yeah there's, there's soulless entities. This AIs are, I guess we'll call them that. So then they've, they've set this up where there's things out there that have money, right? Robots. And then they have um, a- abilities to do things because there's like black market and there's all these things where you, don't, you never meet the person or whatever and la la ti da So now that um, this agenda is coming full steam with the WEF and the New World Order and the Agenda 2030 and like the rollout of COVID right when 5G happened, so right when we got locked down in March 2020, my phone bag, I had these blackout phone bags. They just stopped working. And ever since then, it's been this uphill battle to like get ahead of the technology because the phones have been getting cranked up and the 5G has been like this whole thing. I think that likely they'll crank it up again this winter. We'll have another COVID thing. It'll be another shit show. I hate, I hate to say it. I don't want to ever see the majority wearing masks. I won't. My air right now is toxic from smoke and I'm not wearing a mask. I'm never wearing a fucking mask again. So anyways, um, the goal with the AI, I'm, I'm joking, but I'm serious. I'm not going to wear one. It's just like, how could we ever go back to that? Exactly. There the, are still people wearing masks here. Oh, I know. I've seen them, yeah. yeah. In my community too. Mm-hmm. I know you live in like a, maybe a college liberal town of some sort. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I too do. And they are there are plenty. It's It's sad. But I know that I won't and never will. So (laughs) the agenda, yeah, for real. The agenda with the AI is really um, diabolical in the writings on the wall. So there's AI um, music coming out. That's Mm -hmm. like pop music that people don't even know never came from a human. There's AI Instagram um, personalities influencers influencers with like like 100k or whatever followers and people know oh this is and some people don't probably but most people should know that it says like i'm not real or whatever and it's it's in its own way which is which is wild and it's like half naked girl but not real it's just a bot like creating images you know which is crazy and it's going to get to the point where and very quickly over the next couple of years where you, and this is all part of the agenda because they're letting this like whole Pandora's box open and it's going to include like more climate change stuff and more fire things and all these things that they can blame these headlines that are devastating and horrible and diabolical evil headlines 
um, hurricanes and all these sort of things that they can blame on climate change so that they can initiate this like fear-based society to the 15-minute city lockdown stuff. And once that AI stuff's in place, it's going to be much harder to, to bucket, like I said. But they want what they want are these this AI personalities, okay? And what's crazy is like if you think about AI, it's like this big web of of uh, you know evil. It's like in Terminator. It's I mean, AI is like this huge hive mind quantum computer thing, mm-hmm. and so it's got its little tentacles and all these things. And so one of them is like a um, the one girl that I came across was this beautiful. Um, black woman who had like a hundred thousand followers and she's half naked on Instagram and she was just AI. And that's just one personality. And then of course there's men and women and coming out with music and doing all these things. And eventually it's going to get so bad that they're going to have and hack bank accounts. And, and there'll be all this fear because like some bank will get hacked and like taken down by some person that's not even a person. And they'll have money and they'll, and they'll come out and they'll be like, look, we can't, there's no differentiation between who's real and who's not. We can't even do it anymore. Yeah. And, we'll, and everyone will be like, yeah, I, I just had this whole conversation with someone on Facebook and they're not real either. And so they'll be like, look, we have to turn everything off and you can come back on with your little QR code that you're tattooed on your wrist or your right. forehead or your phone mm-hmm. or your palm. Maybe it'll just be your palm because that's very like, human for now right it's very like oh no mark of the beast what are you talking about you know what I'm saying? like just show us your palm or retinal scan right you know it's that's pretty human as well even though it's not but i mean not it's kind of scary but the palm is very gentle and that's like that's, that's how it all is with the slippery slope and how they get everyone from you know from loving your neighbor to letting them get on the what you know whatever metaphor you want to use so that's that's how i see where i see that going and then once that happens it'll be like this whole digital dollar digital currency thing all around that same time and then you'll have your whole biometric thing and likely license plates nobody cares that my license plates expired like nobody ever ever since covid i feel like that the police were just like don't worry there's gonna be a whole new system put in a few years um they're not even doing like license like like it's it's something's different is happening with the license plates, and I think it's all going to be some sort of like everyone has a QR code that's just on their car, that's on their thing, on their everything, and ideally you get it tattooed if you're cool. But if you're not cool, it's on your phone or it's on your ID or whatever, and everyone's got their little biometric um, information. Everything's in there, and it's always scanned to go into each um, zone. And if you don't get the right um, updates with the shots, or if you're if you've been bad against the social media posts or whatever they want to, however they want to do these metrics, in China it's really strict and they try to listen to everything. And if you, you know, slip up, they ding you. And like the AI, I've seen the videos. The AI, the AI like can facially recognize everyone and knows their mm-hmm. gait and all these sort of things. Yeah. And um, I've even got a mesh hood in my clothing. Let's talk about that in a minute. To, to disrupt the facial recognition and to protect from 5G. I've got this silver mesh hood that I'm starting to sell cool. because you gotta do, we got to do something. Yeah. But yeah, in, in China, um, the cameras, they have a number over each person mm-hmm. and it's green, orange, or red. And if it's red, that means they're about to go like into 
crazy zone where they get turned off and they can't do anything. Um, and you know, this, a lot of this, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about has been going on for decades. So this, none of this is new. It's just how, how far reaching these things are um, being implemented. Uh, because in Japan, people have been marrying avatars for over 20 years. Like that's been going on. There's AI um, brothels that you can go into and have sex with a sex doll. There's brothels where you can go and lay with a sex doll and not have sexual intercourse with them. But there's a, a prostitute in another room who's talking as though she's the doll. Uh, so Again, what I think that these predators are relying on is cultural amnesia and generational amnesia. So how many people have seen Metropolis? How many people know the the story of Pygmalion? You know, these, these ideas have been around for many, many, many years. And now they just try the, these little uh, systems in different parts of the world uh, relying on the fact that people aren't going to communicate about it because they're shame or they're upset about it and and they have a low social credit score so they don't want to tell people that they've been turned red. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I just think that there's always going to be a rebellion against this. I don't think that it's going to stick in the way that the predatorial... Uh, species wants it to stick because there's always going to be people who want freedom. I know people who don't have a cell phone. I know people who, who don't have the internet. I know people who still write letters. So I think this idea that we're all going to be kind of swamped into this city together, they're going to have to get rid of some people that just will not comply with that. Those people, they're going to have to go door to door to get them because there's people who just won't know it's happening <laughs> because they're not part of the the system. They're not part of the, the matrix. Uh, but I do find it interesting, your take on how the artificial intelligence aspect is being kind of uh, lumped in with all of this. And I do think that what's happened is that they try different things to see how many people will go along with it. And Mm -hmm. I think the masking thing was such a fascinating aspect because so many people, again, they attach this idea of the masking and the jab with uh, protecting other people. So it's less about protecting yourself. It's you don't want to kill grandma. You want to protect your neighbor. So wear a mask, you know, stand six feet apart and do these things that make you maybe emotionally feel like you are uh, a good person. But in reality, you're just someone that they've ticked off on the list. Okay, this person will comply. But I think, too, you were talking about earlier, Matt, about uh, your intuition going with your gut feeling. I think that is atrophied in in most people. And I think it was very much exemplified in the whole COVID malarkey situation because you had this uh, thing going on where, you know, it was all about viruses and about things that most of us don't know anything about. 
uh, or totally have the wrong story on it altogether. So it became very easy to relegate our critical thinking and our questioning and all that stuff to these experts and and get rid of our intuition altogether because it doesn't seem to have a place in this situation and just let them do the thinking for us. And I think that's why a lot of people went along because their intuition was out the fucking window uh, and we don't nourish that anywhere. We, we don't we don't cherish that in this sort of society anyway. But it certainly went out the window when we were listening to these experts barking all of these commands and statistics and all of this information that we had no way. Common people don't know how to verify that shit, you know, so they just accept it and they want to be good people. They don't want to hurt others or put themselves in a or stick out. Or put themselves in a position where they, they, they seem like they're not caring about other people. So it was a perfect combination of all those things, I think. Yeah, there's a lot out there that's an attack on intuition. A lot of the, I mean, so many of the agendas, if you take a step back and, and look at them, um, it's hard for people. Um, one thing that I want to do real quick is plug my website because... Um, uh, that's, a, that's a lot that we talk about. We even have a daily blog on there, actualactivists.com. Okay. Um, and that's plural, actual activists. And on there, um, it's it's all about training your intuition and finding the deep truth. And, cool. and everyone can find that resonance of truth and find that, that bond together. So what I like to do, it's kind of a creepy thing, but I, what, what I like to do <laughs> is get in their evil, evil uh, boardroom. Mm-hmm. So there's like Agenda 2030 or something or Agenda 2050. And so these evil agendaers, the they, they is like this trigger word because of the programming, the social engineering. <laughs> but the, the the they, you know, a great band name, the they world, yeah, the World Economic <laughs> Forum, you know, whoever these people, these beings are, coming together, and um, what they have done. Or what they're trying to do is to create – so I like what you said about, well, there's going to be people just bucking the thing and not going into the 15-minute cities. Yeah, I think there will be a complete per- per- perpendicular parallel society. I think yes. there will be totally different versions of reality. For sure. It's just a, it's just a numbers game and, mm-hmm. and a consent consenting power grab, you know, like – but what – if you look at what has been done, so if you're this um, evil boardroom uh, – evil doing, you know, whatever, you're part of the game. And now you've created at this juncture right now, August 22nd, 2023, you've created like this portion of society that is so spun out that they're still wearing a mask out in public for no no reason whatsoever. You've told them it's over, but you haven't like unprogrammed them. Mm -hmm. You've programmed them very, very well. And you've got cameras and everybody watching them. You watch their social media. You've, you know, that this like segment of society that you've completely gotten them, right? Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do with it? You do something with them now, right? So the next round of COVID, you get them all spun on even more and have them like further regulating society. And you create this like breed of, of people that will just literally do whatever you say, like a dog, like you've created a very trained dog. Yeah. So when you say 15 minute cities, they say yes. And they are just playing this numbers game. It's like, I, I look at it like a spiritual thing. It's horrible, but I look at it like Satan trying to just get as many souls as he can. He knows he's not going to get all of them. It's not designed to do that. Mm-hmm. He knows he's trying. I think that there might even be this like attempt to create like a split where enough souls go in this like 
direction that's not ascension, but so many souls vibrate to like a higher vibration that there's a form of a rapture kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got a lot of theories, but I think that we're not designed to be turned transhuman and not everyone will take that path, but many will. And so you've got people right now taking the propaganda hook, line, and sinker. What are you going to do with them? You're going to probably convince them they need to be neuralinked with co- with ne- ne- Elon must near a link and mm-hmm. turn them into like full on robots in the end, right? Like that's that seems to be the agenda to hijack some some souls and have like transhuman and soulless bodies and all these sort of things. And then where is our where are where are our children in that? Well, we've got to create like a parallel utopia that honors the earth and doesn't need you know, like fluoride in our water or robots to, to do our bidding, which can and will exist. It will be demonized. It'll be an uphill battle for a while probably because the whole game is to turn us on each other. I think the most important thing that we can do is get to know our neighbors and honor our humanity. I have these stickers that say human for life. And it's like, it's <laughs> like a it. heart. It's like an anatomical heart and the heart has a tattoo across that says human for life. I love it. Because if it's not self-explanatory, we all are human and we need to stay that way. And there's an agenda to push us in a different direction. And so what they do and what I was um, thinking, Hunter, when you're talking about um, how they are able to pull this off is they put these things in place, right? So they put um, these potentials in place like you could sit at home all day on the computer and get into the metaverse but of course you wouldn't do that because you have the outdoors but then they put you in a two-year lockdown right (laughs) and it's your only option right and then they and then they open the doors it's like the free-range chickens and then they open the doors and the light's so bright that you're like yo i'm addicted to this over here man like literally full-on addicted from when i was seven to nine I was blasted with these frequencies and the yeah. um, the blue light and the flickering mm-hmm. screen and all this stuff and all my endorphins and endocrine system is reliant on this. You want me to go outside and play basketball? Before COVID, I used to go to my basketball court in this town. I would sit on the sidelines and patiently wait to be picked to play. Now I go there and it's empty, you guys. It's just me alone playing basketball. Mm. It's such a different world because kids are not – unprogrammed right unless you try to unprogram them and people don't grasp that children and everybody teens they got adult level programming right. for freaking multiple years yeah. adult level fear-based programming yeah. even parroted out of their parents mouths yeah. and their grandparents mouths and their elders you know energy and mouths this fear you got to do this or else they don't know that People in India think it's total nonsense and that no one really died and that the ventilators probably, you know, offed a lot of people or whatever. They don't – these children don't know anything. And so they're just in this fear-based state. Nobody's come and said, actually, you can touch the basketball now. You're not right. going to die. You know, no one's unprogrammed this whole segment of society. So it's really important for us, the truth seers seed planters activists to honor these things in so many ways because we're aunties and we're uncles and we're cousins and all these things and we have to still honor the children you know and plant those seeds for them and show them the way to breathe freely and not just 
obey authority just because there's authority saying that you need to mask up and do it a certain way. Like that stuff was such a nonsense test of humanity's willingness to just bow. And and really quick before I pass it to you all, being the chemtrail guy was very fascinating. Mm -hmm. Pre-COVID, chemtrails was this like, like it would, you know, it it would offend. People would want to talk about it. It was very after COVID and all this crazy like, We've been so desensitized to such the degree that chemtrails, people don't care anymore. I'm like, I'm like, I mean, they do, but it's, we've all been very desensitized. It's, sure. it's, it's extreme, especially the truther community. It's, it's like, it's weird how we've, the will and the momentum of the truther community or just, anyone in, in at all like i'm worried to schedule a conference like this fall because who could what, what could happen like all of a sudden they say oh we are not you know you can't do it because it's 100 people or whatever it is you know i'm like i'm still on edge i'm still in this fight or flight from that nonsense a couple of years ago watching everyone lose their business and, and struggling myself and all that stuff so and thanks for letting me get that tangent in well my gosh Matt, it has been so wonderful to have you on again. It is such an honor and a privilege to speak to you. You are a font of knowledge, and we just love you and love your work, and thank you so much for your time. Indeed. Um, again, as always, we w- want you to end our conversation with how people can reach you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I want everyone to be um, stay positive. Like Our frequency is so important, yeah. and we are part of this like collective that as we keep the frequency high, we keep the whole paradigm in a vibration that has lows, but also has these highs. And, you know, it's important to to grasp our role, whatever it may be. I know it's hard to stay positive, but just look at it as, you know, you've been chosen to be a spiritual warrior in this place and time. And it's up to you to own this proper frequency to know your task at hand and, and it's to like every day, you know, rise above it and to, to own your own self. And if that means, you know, kicking an addiction or, or helping um, serve humanity, however you see fit, you know, for truth and activism, you know, now's the time to shine, I think, and, and honoring it with integrity and not seeing it as like a task or being fear-based or anything like that. Like we're really here at a precipice and it's an amazing opportunity. Like I, I honored this thing the other day. I did this radio show and I said on it like four times, um, your vibe attracts your tribe. Like don't just weaken your truth and hide from it because you're afraid of what people are going to think. Honor your frequency. Honor the truth with integrity. Your vibe attracts your tribe. And then later that day it was, I met some people that were very like-minded and it was very amazing. And I think that we're powerful beings of uh, attractors or dismantlers of frequency dependent on our resonance. And so we have to really honor what it is to be a spiritual being and, you know, our path on of truth and all these sort of things. So please reach out to me. Um, you can email me frankenskies at gmail.com and I have frankenskies.com um, to watch the movie for free. And actual activists, plural, is a great resource for a lot of information. I have an EMF protection clothing line as well, Spiro, S-P-E-R-O, gear.com. Spiro is a Latin word for hope because the goal is to bring hope to the next generation through empowerment and knowledge and protection and education, all this stuff through this um, EMF 
uh, grounding, uh, silver clothing line and all that sort of stuff. So I encourage people to become activists and to get to know your neighbor and to honor your humanity and to not, you know, believe anything that comes out of the media because it's all, um, mind control trickery, like, like mind spells. And if we, you know, that Nietzsche quote, that's like, um, some people are dancing in the streets and other people can't even hear the music. Mm-hmm. It'll be like that when there's like a fake alien invasion. Like if everyone's panicking and out of their mind over whatever the deal is in the next 20, 30 years, those of us that are in resonance with truth, that just laugh at it, that know we will be the ones living by example and showing people how to not lose their minds over lies, you know, because we'll be honoring the truth with that resonance and integrity that we just know deeply with discernment what is and what isn't. So that's like, I think our, our spiritual or our destiny, whatever it may be. And so I think it's important to honor it one day at a time. And thank you for having me on. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. The pleasure was ours. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. It's been amazing. Of course. Yeah. And uh, yeah. keep us uh, appraised of when the Frankenstein's 2 is, is going to come out because we'd love to see it. Yes. I'd love okay. to have you on to talk about it. For sure. And I had to, I meant to say, um, love, you don't look over 50 at all. So when you said your age, I didn't want to interrupt you, <laughs> but I would have, I was definitely have knocked off at least a dozen years. So God Aww. bless you and you're doing something right. And <laughs> thank you. Thank you all. I didn't want to, I didn't want to forget that. Thank yeah. you very much for having me. Absolutely. Have a great rest of your night. Yes. Thank you. You too. Yeah. Send you Bye. many blessings. Okay. Thank you. You as well. Very well. Bye. Good night. So what did you think? I am always extremely happy to see Matt. He's really great. He uh, reinforces much of uh, what I have uh, researched on my own. Um, the StopSprayingUs.org site was one of the first places that I was able to kind of reinforce my whole chemtrail um, hypothesis and research. And the Frankenskies film did the same. And I think uh, he walks the walk. And I really appreciate all of his research and insights and experiences that he shares. And uh, I didn't even think about, you know, going drilling as deeply into the Maui fires as we did. Uh, But I was hopeful that we would. And so I like his take because... Any time in the mainstream that, or in the conspiracy world, when people kind of leap on something and say, oh, it's dues, you know, it's these directed energy weapons, it's this, and say things with such um, conviction when the intel is still coming out and there's still information on the ground that is being re- released and people, eyewitnesses, people who are actually there are sharing their stories and their information. Um, I, I like what his take is on that situation because it makes sense with other things that I've heard 
about electricity still being on and power lines down. And, and so it, uh, it's just more, I hate to say it, fuel to the fire. <laughs> so thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, we hope that you... <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah. yeah, you didn't get the joke at all. No. Nope. Um, anyway, <laughs> it happens. Uh, I appreciate the conclusion that you guys seem to come to uh, about not waking anybody up. Um, We should know by now that that does not work. Um, We didn't like to be woken up by uh, the, the, I don't know, some would say Christian fundamentalists that some of us were brought up by when they were trying to shove their beliefs down our throats. We may have later become Christians, uh, but on our own terms and in our own way. And I think that's the only way that anything is going to stick is to arrive at it to yourself, even if you've heard it from many different angles for years. Uh, it's not going to click until it's going to click. And it's only going to click when you decide it's going to click. And it may never click. Um, but whatever the case, it's a conclusion that somebody has to come to themselves or an understanding that somebody has to come to themselves. And that's really the only way there is to go about it. And who wants to go around um, prescribing their uh, enlightenment, their awareness, their whatever to somebody else? Because it may not work the same way for somebody else. Um, they might have a slightly different take on it. Uh, that's informed not only by the information that you're trying to share with them, but the context of their life experience. So let them do it themselves. Uh, The best you can do is just be an example of somebody who's come to these conclusions or has come to this understanding and is able to utilize it in a positive way to um, make their awareness uh, as lucid as is possible as far as your version is concerned. I, I think that's one of the reasons I've always been kind of turned off by um, Alex Jones and to some degree maybe even David Icke in that it's uh, it's the messenger and the way the message is being delivered that... You know, there would be clips that I would think, oh, this will be a great clip because I can send this to so-and-so, um, maybe, you know, someone who's standing on the fence and, and isn't isn't leaning one way or the other, but this is a great piece of information, and then I would watch the clip and I would be like, okay, but this is just going to make any point that uh, I have seem insane because of the delivery and so I think that the the message, the messenger sometimes is just as important as the message and how that is delivered is just as important. And so I think if you go around finger wagging and, you know, have this perspective of like, I'm smarter than you are, I know more than you do, and, you know, th- this kind of attitude in the... I hate to use the term truth or movement because it seems so cliched, uh, but in any any movement, if you have that attitude, it's such a turnoff that it doesn't really matter what you're going to say. Like people just may be grossed out by that. 
And the example that I think of is the Waldorf school system. What I love about it is that the Waldorf school system doesn't really do that. It's not like we're better than anybody else. We're smarter than anyone else. The proof is is in the education and how uh, the skills that children are taught and that then they can go and apply in their own world and in their own life experience. And what I love is having kids come from the public school system, go to a Waldorf school and maybe not jive with that school and not really feel in sync with that school and then they go back to the public school system and then they really appreciate the Waldorf education and how the skills that they learned in that um, educational system really helped them to learn in like a public school system. So, so much of that is not because people that the educators in Waldorf aren't walking around going, we're so much better than everyone else. And we're so much smarter. They just teach and they're really teaching uh, kids how to think, not what to think or how uh, to fit into some paradigm or into some box. Why do my dogs always do this? When we get going, they start howling and freaking out. Because I think it's, there's a shift in the energy. That's we why. have a lot of dinosaurs flying around our neighborhood, so it freaks them out. <laughs> um, I, I think it's when we raise our frequency, they respond. Uh, my what. frequency doesn't feel very raised right now. Um, if you have noticed that I was sort of starting to fall asleep... <laughs> If you were watching the the interview, it has nothing whatsoever to do with the uh, subject matter or the person that we were chatting to. Somehow on, on my way home from work, my energy level just plummeted and I haven't been able to regain it. It could be because we've been in the multiple or multiple. We've been in the over plus hundred uh, temperature range for almost a week. Uh, actually, it's been about a half a week, but it feels like a month. Um and I didn't get very much sleep last night, even less than I usually do, which is hardly any whatsoever. Anyway, so that listful sparkle in my eyes uh, is a little dull. So I apologize. So I don't feel like my frequency, maybe it's your frequency, maybe you're carrying it for both of us. But um, plus with the Waldorf school system, uh, I don't think it has that, carries that ego with it whatsoever, if done the right way. Um, but it also is about... Uh, there being multiple ways to solve problems and mm-hmm. um, the person, the student, the child comes to whatever way works best or makes sense to them uh, the best way. And then they learn how to, how to problem solve in the way that uh, is most efficient and most, um, well, we'll stick with efficient for them. Yeah. It's very Socratic in that way. Um, the educators are more interested in asking questions to the students as opposed to giving definitive answers. And Mm -hmm. I really like that. Sure. Um, Maybe the reason my energy is uh, elevated or my frequency is elevated is because my lipstick looks so so good. (laughs) That's just my attempt at making you laugh. That was the goal (laughs) in that. (laughs) Um, Anyway... 
Um, it's, it's all a noble try. It's all good. Everything's fantastic. It is. Matt is fantastic. He's he is. doing such great work, and he definitely seemed different from the last time we interviewed him. Sure. Um, Which was so it was a good combo. It was a year and a half ago, so it was sort of mid, uh, mid scamdemic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was. But Great conversation, and I am super interested to see his next film. Oh my God, yes, yeah. The first one was fantastic, but I can only imagine he will do even better this time with more timely subjects. A lot of, at least, it seemed like half of the first one was sort of the history of weather manipulation and mm-hmm. stuff like climate climate control, and which was great to see all of those clips together in the same place, sort of in chronological order, to see how fucking long all of this has been going on uh, and that it's for people who claim it to be a, a, some new conspiracy theory or something like that is pretty much dashed by all of the info. Totally. And I, you know, I, one of the, I think one of the reasons that I'm so anti waking people up is that I have lost so many, what I really considered friends of mine because of the whole um, geoengineering, chemical engineering uh, conversation. And so that was a, a sore spot for me for a long time because anything that is so obvious that does not require any other skill other than sight <laughs> and, and having so many people just be so blinded and and just so myopic in their perspective about that was extremely frustrating to me. And I, I got really uh, upset by the people because again, it was like this, the movement of my, our punk rock friends and all of these people that were questioners in, in a very valuable time in our history when it came to this specific topic, they were so close-minded and so shut down and so just refused to have any kind of a um, valid discussion about it that I just, lo- I just lost faith in, you know, the anyone's ability to change anyone's mind. And so I think that's where I get kind of in in that headspace is just talking talking about something that he knows a lot about it's like you know I've been there I've I've really tried to open people's minds or share information that's valuable and influences and affects all of us and then when I just was stonewalled it was just like okay fuck these people (laughs) they can go fuck off uh, but it was very hurtful and painful to me because there was, these were people that I had known my whole life and really loved and cared about, and they just didn't seem to give a shit, you know, so. Because they're not in the same place. Totally. Um, so, I totally. Mean, kind of what Matt was saying, it doesn't mean we should castigate those people, but they're just not of the same awareness. They have different shit on yeah. their menu. Yeah, we both said that, and yeah. I believe that, and I had to come... That was my come to Jesus moment is when I realized that. And it wasn't 
like I was saying, I'm better than you are because I know this or I have this information and I've had this information for decades. It was not that at all. What it was was more, this is a scam and we've all been duped and this whole energy movement is a fucking scam and selling carbon credits was a scam and you know blaming cars for you know emissions and cow farts for global warming and the people who are blaming that are flying around in fucking planes <laughs> that use more, create more emissions and are more terrible for the environment than any car in the lifespan of a car would ever be is so hypocritical and so insane to me that I can't believe that thinking people can't connect these dots and, and make these connections and understand none of this is about our own behavior. So I think that's where my frustration was. And it's not that I gave up the that um, carrying that torch. What I have done is I've changed my approach. So I know someone right now who is really super sick and repeatedly sick and has been triple jabbed and has long COVID and has autoimmune disease and all of these physical ailments. I never once, nor will I ever say, hey, maybe it's because you got triple jabbed or maybe it's this or maybe it's that because that's not, uh, that door hasn't been opened. And so it's not my place to dispense any advice to someone that's not, that's unsolicited. Uh, And even if point blank, I was asked, I would be very cautious in what I said, because sometimes I feel like people set you up to voice the crazy label on you or to uh, maybe poke holes in your, your reality or your, your theories or, or your research. And what I just say is there's information out there you want in the information go for it. Like I can point you into some directions, but I'm not here to convince anybody of anything anymore. I'm done. Well, they should be trying to poke holes in it. Just like anybody should be trying to poke holes in anything that they're trying to figure out the gist of it. What makes it work? If it's worthy of, 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 uh, the benefit of the doubt. Um, so you just have to be prepared to take on whatever questions or whatever, Hole poking that they yeah they want to dish out um, yeah. to whatever extent and you know but there's a way of doing that too where they're not really trying to poke holes but they're really just trying to mask their uh, um, disdain for your point of view by asking questions and not waiting for the answers just kind of yeah. what do you think about this and what about and then right. so it's not a conversation but, it's them screaming right. questions at you. But I'm not, I'm not going to take f- over 50 years of research and try to distill it down into a, a grocery store or elevator pitch. I'm just not doing that. That's not, you know, I, I can point people into certain directions and they can do their own research. 
Um, there's plenty of studies out there to be read. There's plenty of information out there. And it's not my job necessarily to be the evangelist for any cause whatsoever. I believe in freedom and freedom of thought. And that means you want to believe what you want to believe. Go for it. Can I get an amen? And that's where my sense of humor is at right now. So that's a good barometer of where my awareness level is. Um, I don't really have many, I have much more to say about the interview. It was very enjoyable. It I'm was. glad that uh, Matt reached out to us and um, wanted to be on the show again. Uh, and hopefully this will come out before Christmas. Yeah, and go to his go yes. to his site and purchase his products. He's got some great, great gear. And, uh, you know, again, he's a font of information. So there's tons and tons of resources on his sites and Rumble. And he's he's got it all. He's got it all going on. We'll have the links in the episode notes. Uh, thank you all so very much for listening. Hopefully you learned something maybe or got reminded of something. It was a refresher course. Um, I know we covered some ground that we've covered before, but it's always, um, not always, but most of the time it's good to do it in the context of somebody else because mm-hmm. they've got a slightly different take on something that we may have gone over several times with different people. So, um, and it's good to see, I mean, that's how you see where the overlaps are. You, you bring up similar things to different people and then they bring their own aspect to it and, uh, yeah, it just kind of piecing together different parts of the puzzle. So yeah. um, if you would like to contact us for whatever reason, you can email us at uh, themeltpodcast at protonmail.com. Or hunter-muse at protonmail.com. And if you go to our website, themeltpodcast.net, there are several ways to find our stuff. Uh, find out what we do listen to all our episodes go to our patreon soon our locals and subscribe star and get access to all kinds of wonderful goodies we're Mm -hmm. kind of stacking up a big uh, vault of uh, extra stuff that's um, i'm very proud of so anyway much love to you all thank you so much i plan to be much more chipper the next time you see me so um Until next time. Thanks so much for making it this far. If you've liked what you've heard and you are thus inspired to contribute to the well-being of the melt, there are a few easy ways to do that. The most tangible being financially, which can be achieved by clicking the Patreon or Locals link in the episode notes, and then you will be led through the process for starting your monthly subscription for a mere $5 a month. This will give you access to exclusive episodes, full-length episodes, and you can participate in our monthly Melt meetups where we can congregate together as a community and often get a chance to talk with some of our guests more intimately. Another way to help out would be to go to wherever it is that you listen to the Melt and either leave a favorable review or rating. You can also spread the word via sharing and recommendations to friends and family, either in person or virtually. And lastly, if none of those options are readily available or appealing to you, simply send your positive thoughts and intentions. In an interconnected and quantumly entangled multiverse, these also go a long way.